church, my church, upon this rock, this rock, I'll build my kingdom upon this earth, I'll build, I'll build my church, my church, upon this rock, this rock, this solid rock, this rock, upon this rock, this rock, I'll build my church, my church, upon this rock, this rock, I'll build my kingdom here upon this earth, I'll build. I'll build my church, my church, upon this rock, this rock, this solid rock, this rock. And we say, you are the Christ, you are the Son of the living God. You are the Christ, you are the first begotten Son, born from the love, the love of heaven. And we are the church, and we will serve and glorify. We are the church to be a living sacrifice offered to you. You all we are, and so our love. Jeff Swanson, and we're the Eternal Praise Chorale, and it's nice to be here and see all of y'all. Um, so I'm rather familiar with the place, since many of you know Miss Swanson is um, your teacher at Weavertown, and so um, I tend to know who all of her students are in every single thing that they do. <laughs> Does that make you feel awkward? Well, I'm just saying. Anyway, so it is our pleasure to be here. Um, this is the youth choir of um, the Blue Ball District of the Mid-Atlantic Association of Eastern Pennsylvania. Well, I don't even know what the whole name is. Anyways, of the Mid-Atlantic churches, so it's the Blue Ball Church in Calvary Mennonite, Open Door, South Ninth, and that's all right. Yes or no? Okay. And we have some other visitors. And so um, we practice in the wintertime and in the fall, and then we give programs for about three months in the wintertime. And so... Um, Again, it's great to be here. I'd like to give a few explanations of um, the songs that we're singing. The first one, Jubilate Deus, Sing Unto the Lord Joyfully. And um, the last song, I think many of you are familiar with, Upon This Rock. And um, that's Peter's proclamation of, um, the, of who Christ is. And Christ says that that's what the, the church will be built on. This next song is um, from a tradition. It's a strange tradition of shape note singing that is not actually Anabaptist, and it's called sacred harp singing. And so these people find these weird little churches that tend to be like, um, I mean, we're kind of weird churches as well, but they're a different kind. They're like these circular buildings, and the people all face in, and they have directors, and this is not an exaggeration, and they direct like this, and the people yell for hours. It tends to be in the southern United States, and um, they sing these songs from the sacred harp hymnal, which is a shape note hymnal that has four shapes in it. You do the math. We have seven notes, and they only have shapes for four. I'm just saying it's not a joke. And so what do you do for the other three? I mean, you just borrow a shape or something like that. So I'm not sure how they do it. So um, they're such lovely trained singers. We'll see if we can get the, um, the, I don't know how to say it, the style that these people get. It's really nasal, and they truly do yell. So look that up sometime. It's the Sacred Harp Singings. And um, I don't even know what songs after that. So um, it's a blessing, again, to be here and see all the familiar faces. Um, I love community. I love schools. People are like, who are you cheering for this time, Mr. Swanson? Terry Hill or Faith? I'm like, what kind of question is that? I love you all. 
I'm here for community, and I love Mennonite schools. So thank you. song. Um, the next song, We've Come a Long Way, Lord, has a story to this arrangement of it. Many of you would remember um, the Elmer Glicks that were at Mine Road a long time ago, and um, their son, Wendell, who taught at Fairhaven for a while, is a renowned um, Mennonite composer and arranger, and his son, Dante, right, Dina? Dante had cancer. He had cancer in his leg, and um, he was a young man. He's a little boy, actually, and he still is, and um, he went through this battle, and I think it came back once. So I think he had it and went through treatments, and it came back once. And he is in remission now and is fine. So this is just a lovely song really for all of us. We all, the Lord willing, and hopefully have come a long way in our journey with God. And I think this was to be a blessing for their journey and how long they came with his health uh, situation. So that is the story of the song.
Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they will be as white as snow. If we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin.
Good evening. It's a privilege to be able to be here with you. I count it a privilege to be able to travel with the corral, and they get me to do a devotional while they have intermission on the evening programs. I would like to talk with you a little bit about the third song after intermission. So if you look on your program, that song is entitled, Come, Bring Your Burdens to God. It's a song of invitation, a song that invites us to bring our burdens to God. And the second part of the song says that Jesus will never say no. So as I meditated upon the words of this song, I found two, two scriptures that talk to us about burdens. And the one is Numbers 11. In Numbers 11, we have the account where the children of Israel were being given manna to eat. But they're tired of manna. They've been having manna, and they're tired of it. They started complaining about it. And I'd like to pick up reading at verse 10. Then Moses heard the people weep throughout their families, every man in the door of his tent. So try to get a picture of this in your mind. 
Moses heard the people weep throughout their families, every man in the door of his tent, and the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Moses also was displeased, and Moses said unto the Lord, Wherefore hast thou afflicted thy servant? And wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight, that thou layest the burden of all this people? Let's see if I can do this. There we go. Uh, now I can see what I want to read. Let's start here. Let's pick up that thou layest the burden of all this people upon me. Have I conceived all this people? Have I begotten them, that thou shouldest say unto me, Carry them in thy bosom, as a nursing father beareth the sucking child unto the land which thou swearest unto their fathers? Whence should I have flesh to give unto all this people? For they weep unto me, saying, Give us flesh, that we may eat. I am not able to bear all this people alone, because it is too heavy for me. And if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee, out of hand. If I have found favor in thy sight, and let me not see my wretchedness. Most of us probably do not have a burden like that tonight. This big group of people crying out, weeping in the uh, doors of their tents, wanting meat to eat instead of the manna. Moses has had enough. He is fed up. He asked God to take his life. He says, I can't bear this, and I can't bear it alone. What I'd like to point out is that Moses knew where to go. He took his burden to God. He took his burden to God, and if we read on in Numbers 11, God answers him by giving him 70 men to help him lead, and God actually does give the people flesh to eat. He sends the quail. And then God punishes them for how they uh, acted with the quail as well. An interesting read. But I found that interesting that Moses had this burden and he brought it to God. Come bring your burdens to God. In 2 Corinthians In 2 Corinthians 5, 4, and 5, I found another burden, and it's the burden of the human body, this earthly body. Paul, writing to the Corinthians, says how we groan in this body. And some of us, this here earthly body is a bigger burden to some of us than it is to others. But if you stop and think about it, each and every one of us is limited in this body. There's some of us, when we play basketball, we, can't, we cannot jump near as high as we'd like to jump. We're limited. And you can go on uh, with the limitations. But this here body that we're in, we... Uh, as Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 5, we long for the heavenly body. You know how Jesus just could show up inside of a closed room without opening the door? You know, he could do things that you and I cannot do. The heavenly body is going to be so much more beautiful. Come bring your burdens to God. Jesus will never say no. In James chapter 4, 6 through 10, we see that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. If we come humbly, we come humbly to God, we might not get the answer that we think we should be getting, but Jesus doesn't say no. Come bring your burdens to God. Come bring your burdens to God. 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. He cares about you every little bit of your life. Come, bring your burdens to God. If you will, please stand for prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God Almighty, you are our creator, you're our sustainer. And you created us 
you created mankind that he might have life. And Jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Thank you for the blood that washes us whiter than snow. And Father, I pray that we would humble ourselves and come to you and allow you to work in our life. Please bless this congregation. We just pray for each one that's a part here. I pray that they would be a light and a testimony where they are. And Father, I pray that you just strengthen us, encourage us. Please bless the crowd as they come to give the rest of the program. May we lift your name high. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated.
For Jesus will never say no. We all carry a burden. Next song is one of my favorites. Uh, I will meet you there. Uh, it starts, first verse is, It hurts to think of those who've gone. It hurts because I care. But I won't fret. Before too long, I will meet you there. And that is talking to each of us and also to those who've gone before us. <clears throat> my name is Vince Martin, and my parents are Rod and Gina Martin. On August 11th, 2022, um, my dad and two of our very good friends boarded a plane, headed out to Indiana for the day. Um, on the way back, mid-evening, they encountered a strong storm heading the whole way up the eastern coast, <clears throat> looking to split the gap and find a small opening. Dad searched for a few miles and found a, an opening he thought he would 
It would cut through to get him earlier. It would save him time. When they were flying through the midst of the storm, the clouds closed around them, and the plane was torn from the sky. Some friends watching the flight radar at home were concerned as they saw the plane descend at 9,000 feet a minute and knew that wasn't right. After a few phone calls, it was confirmed that the plane was crashed in West Virginia and all three on board died. Next song to me is especially special because it's a promise to each of us that if we follow Christ and walk as he walked here on earth, we too will meet them there. So this next song, I think most of us know, show a little bit of loving kindness, and it's just such a lovely, happy song, and I think sometimes with lovely, happy songs, all we think of is, I just really like that song, because it sounds lovely and happy. Um, I think the message is absolutely wonderful. You know the story that at least most of us know about the person that's on the beach, and it's covered in all these stranded starfish, and um, the person's throwing one starfish 
at a time back into the ocean to save the lives of these starfish. And so a negative person comes up and says, why are you even doing this? It makes absolutely no difference. How are you ever going to really affect all these thousands of stranded starfish? And the person picks up a starfish, throws it in the ocean, and said, well, I just made a difference for that one. Um, I get to teach about 280 students um, every day, and I love it. I teach at Shalom Elementary for half a day, and then I teach at Terry Hill Mennonite for the other half a day, and I have the opportunity to bless 280 people and say something nice, um, if it's about their shoes, if it's about something they did, or just to bless them. And I think what a wonderful opportunity we all have every day to greet every single person that we see, to greet every single Mennonite that we see, whether or not we know them, and um, ask them how their day is. And what a wonderful opportunity we truly do have to show a little bit of loving kindness. And um, I think sometimes the things that we say that are kind and meaningful stick with people and bless them for the rest of their life and hopefully even cancel out some of the mean things that, that um, get said to people as well. I hope that you enjoy this.
are going to sing Guide My Feet with Y'all. And so we're going to practice real quick. Um, Riley, can you raise your hand? Um, we, when the people start coming off of the stage, um, Riley is going to direct y'all, all right? And this is what you're going to sing with us. Y'all ready? I'm going to do this by myself. Right? Okay. Just checking. So um, once you figure out what we're doing, you have to sing with us. You ready, Ann? Guide my feet while I run this race. Racing there. 